Hi, I'm Matt. Thank you for choosing the Over Manga Cast. What kind of manga can we get started for you today? Would you be interested in, you know, something good, psychologically horrible? Uh, Blood on the Tracks, I hear, is really... No? No, you... You want an isekai? Okay, like an interesting one, or... Yeah, who am I kidding? Yeah, we can uh, read The Devil is a Part-Timer, written by Satoshi Wagahara and illustrated by Akio Hiragi. What size would you like that? Oh, you want to supersize to chapters 1 through 11? Yeah, yeah, we can do that. Um, your order will be out shortly. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Overmaga cast. My name is Sam, and as always, here at the top of the show, we talk about what our familiarity with the franchise we read this week is. Uh, I remember watching Devil is a Part-Timer. I think we did it as part of the anime club back in college, which means this is way older than I thought it was, and I definitely feel my age. But um, I remember uh, decently enjoying the episodes I saw back then, and uh, yeah, that's really about it. Uh, Matt, how about you? Yeah, so I also watched it with Sam in college, and I remembered really liking it. However, the fact that season three is just coming out now is really hitting me, just how long of a gap there was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, Jay, how about you? Uh, same. I watched it separately, but I, too, remember watching it in college. Um and enjoying it. I thought it was very comical and light. And I am equally surprised to hear that one, that there is a continuation, and two, that it's taken so long. We'll put it that way. Oh, mm-hmm. actually, a correction. Uh, I'm an idiot because apparently I was unaware the second season came out in March of 2021. Mm-hmm. So that means there was a. Mm-hmm. Eight year gap between season one and season two. And so then what's a, going on, guys? A two year gap between season two and season three. You know what? Uh props to them for the improvement. That's a gold split right there. <laughs> if they were looking to have like maintain their market, they are very their their strategy is very questionable. <laughs> and Jacob, what's your familiarity with the devil is a part timer? I've heard of it. Uh I actually ended up uh, just surfing YouTube after I had finished uh, the reading. I bumped into The Devil is a Part-Timer, uh, the the dub, and watched about half of the first episode. But I'd, I'd only actually, honestly, this crew talking about it before this point. I'd not ever watched it. So we begin our journey in this uh, latest bout of isekai nonsense uh, with the isekai having already happened. Uh, we... Uh, arrive on a uh, pretty standard scene of a guy going to work, except this is no standard guy. This is the Devil King, Mao-sama. Yeah, uh, this time we've got uh, the reverse isekai, where someone from a fantasy world comes to, uh, you know, a normal, air quotes, world. Mm-hmm. Uh, a less common variant, because it uh, the... Uh, uh, power fantasy inherent to uh, modern isekai can't be shoved down your throat quite as uh, hard. I will say this this series, I I, I'm, I want to say that this is, a, I'm giving it a lot of credit. It has a surprising amount of restraint on the power fantasy. Relative to other relative more, to other isekai. Yeah. Yes. 
And you think that was possibly due to just the timing of its release. I think this was in the first like bushel of isekais that really kind of blew up, if mm-hmm. you want to call it that well, way. Well, so, technically, well, the first isekai was Sword Art Online. We don't talk about that. <laughs> well, technically, the first isekai was actually some obscure thing from the 80s. Escaflone. Technically, the first isekai was a Connecticut Yankee in uh, King Arthur's England. Yeah, but that was made by Westerners, so it's not real. yeah i think uh getting back on topic i think the thing about the devil is a part-timer is it came at a time when isekais were still trying to actually be stories success or failure of that your mileage might vary but this is back when they were at least trying this is the beginning of the modern isekai paradigm and uh, we open up with our main character, uh, the eponymous Mouse Sama, who is being berated by his male wife for uh, yes. not paying attention to the budget. <laughs> <laughs> but I need it. But we need the fridge. The summer's coming up and the food will spoil. But we need the uh, bike because that's how I get to work. I forget what the other thing is, but there's three things that he bought that he was being chastised for. Mm-hmm. As he should. Oh, it's, it's just a real domestic. It's it's a very domestic situation, and uh, it is juxtaposed with the backstory plot of how uh, he was once the mighty demon king Satan, who was uh, rampaging across the the land of the Holy Cross and to Isla, which yeah, land land of the Holy Cross. That's just a compass rose <laughs> in, a, in a geographic formation right there. How, however, uh. His uh, invincible demon army uh, was destroyed by a mighty holy warrior. And uh, before he the final blow could be struck and he was slain, uh, he harnessed all of his magical power to flee to a new dimension and just kind of dropped into Tokyo and got arrested because he was because he was a weirdo in and out in a costume. Yeah, don't do that. So the big thing is once they're arrested, it's uh, Mao Sama and male wife. Alciel, I think is how Alciel, yep. They, the second they arrive in Tokyo, they are in a human form. Mm-hmm. They're very human, Joshmo. Yeah, and they find out that they don't have any of their magic because Earth doesn't have magic the same way. And as they're kidnapped by the police, they're like, well, better use up some of my remaining magic power to hypnotize him. And they hypnotize the police officer and say, hey, can you just give us a bunch of exposition for how your world's different? And also we speak <laughs> Japanese now. Yes. <laughs> I love how they gloss over that because <laughs> you can't spend time, you know, actually going into detail and world building. Nope. Insert. I, love, I love how, uh, spoiler alert, more characters from that world come in and they never talk about how those people learned Japanese. That is very <laughs> never, inconvenient for the plot. And they you know. never talk about how those uh, characters were speaking Japanese before they showed up in the in the main world. Hey, 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 that was telepathy magic. Don't you play 5e? You, you just need to be able to speak a language, not share one. <laughs> No, I mean why they're talking Japanese, uh, why they're speaking in Japanese in the portal on the way there. Uh, uh, Don't ask these questions. (laughs) We're just continuing on. So, yeah, uh, the big conclusion from this is that the world of Earth does not have gods or demons. People have long since stopped believing in them. They now believe in capitalism, which means Mm -hmm. Mao Sama is now going to harness that for his own... (laughs) 
the ultimate evil power capitalism Capitalism. (laughs) i gotta say i do really like mausama because his his great evil ambition is to be the best worker at this mcdonald's so that he can get promoted and obtain capital and become the ruler of this world as a ceo i'm just saying sounds like a solid plan to me (laughs) he's like he's just so like casual and chill about everything but like he goes into his head almost to remind the audience that no i i, I still am a demon lord we're, we're still we're still doing this plot <laughs> kind of <laughs> indeed and thankfully for our boys they kind of fall into getting a place to live it's not a very luxurious place to live but uh as they were wandering around looking for uh somewhere to crash they ran into a uh a, a landlady a very very large woman they went to a realtor yeah they only had one place in their budget so that realtor really didn't even do much of a job because it's like mm-hmm. i found the only place that will accept you it's this <laughs> large lady who seems very into you and then <laughs> not within the course of our reading but maybe after i guess is strongly implied to not be human yeah strongly implied yeah, some of the way she talks before the one and only shown in action scene kicks off implies that she's another uh, cross-dimensional magical being. They sign their names on the contracts and come up with their new fake uh, human names, uh, Sado Mao and Shiro Ashia. I just, I just feel like Sado Mao. It's like, okay, man, can you be less uh, no. obvious? He's got to be as extra as humanly possible. Despite despite like having having like mid energy level is his maximum. Despite being a relatively milk to- uh, milk toast anime twink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and like we then get kind of thrust into their home life because this backstory literally ends at them getting the apartment. But then like it doesn't answer the questions I really want to know, which is like. How did Mal get the job at McDonald's, but not McDonald's, but it's McDonald's at McRonald's. It's McDonald's. It's McDonald's. McDonald's. Or more importantly, why when you have a fixed income, do you then decide that your same age partner you're living with becomes a housewife when perhaps maybe he could also get a part time job? I was also very confused by this. I thought like the arrangement had been like, okay, you are better at administrative stuff, so you'll do that like initially, and then we both will eventually start working. And no, no. See, the reason why they do that is because it's funny. Yeah. Are you laughing yet? No. He's a male wife, guys. Look at him. But we, but we do the same joke every time. Look at how fussy he is. (laughs) There, there is a sort of there is a sort of brain dead dull charm to the uh, to the humor of uh, uh, think, the devil is a part timer. I think that I think that is the best way to describe it. Brain dead charm. If I had to give this this manga the like biggest benefit of the doubt, I'd assume it's because Alcial doesn't want a position above his master. Mm. So if he also got a part time job, that would put them on equal footing. That would be fun for the dynamic, though. Because then imagine him getting promoted faster. <laughs> no. I'm sorry, my liege. <laughs> these these foolish humans don't recognize your glory like I do. 
Uh, that would be a good bit, but that doesn't happen. That doesn't happen in our reading, at least. I don't know if it happens in later reading either, but um, as he is heading to work, uh, Mausama uh, is riding on his bike, his his glorious steed, Dulahan. But that's another thing about these guys. They are they are goofy. They're goobers. Yeah, they, they continue to act like the big dramatic. They don't really go to the hilt on it, but they still act like the big dramatic fantasy characters that they used to be. And I think that's part of the reason why, like, OCL uh, hasn't gotten a job just because they haven't integrated well enough into human society yet. But uh, I might be giving uh, the manga more credit than uh, is due in that regard. But while Mausama is going to work, uh, he runs into a girl who is caught out in the rain. And uh, being the generous, <clears throat> I mean, manipulative soul that he is, he hands over the umbrella because that allows him to advertise via word of mouth for his store so he can get top sales this month and become more powerful. <laughs> All of his like evil ambition to gain more power, just running up against, <laughs> you know, capital being a dork. Running up against Cap him being a dork and capitalism just makes him an extremely diligent worker and kind of inoffensive. Yeah, because he, he does go on his little like mental tirade of what his grand plan is here, which is uh, employees at McDonald's can work their way from part time to full time and then from full time to manager and then from manager or assistant manager to manager. And then from manager, I can own multiple stores. Like, yes, Bauer. And the whole thing is just like, and then I will use that power to take over this new world, open up the gate and go back and take over the, the old fantasy fake world. fantasy world. I've forgotten the name of because it's really generic. Uh, like, and, yeah. And to Isla, yeah. extremely generic Compass Rose world. Yeah. And like the whole thing this entire time is it's supposed to be insane. And he's supposed to just be such an idiot. Spoiler alert. He's kind of the most right. <laughs> mm -hmm. it's weird it's they play Mao up to be an idiot a lot except he's also then the most right about things a lot it's yeah it, his goofiness is rewarded a lot but um to me the sort of vibe i got was that um he's generally speaking more capable and more in control than he pretends to be but he kind of he kind of enjoys being a goober <laughs> <laughs> oh he's he's definitely really taken to the simple life of just being a, another human schlub yeah it's just it's just kind of a lark for him mm -hmm. uh that's a that's a pretty positive way to read it because you can't just read it as bad writing <laughs> but i i chose to enjoy it because it's it's dumb fun popcorn big powerful demon man suddenly thrusts into a world where he can just be a guy and he's like just being a guy ain't that bad <laughs> So Matt. I know where we're at with this. We've got the great idea of we've got an Isekai where we're throwing some kind of demon king into some kind of regular world and he works at McDonald's. That's hilarious, right? Yeah, yeah. No, you are wrong. You're such an idiot. People are already bored. We're not even a chapter in. You know what people love? Big tittied high school girls. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we haven't even talked about Amelia yet. All we right. Need to, we need to introduce the love interests in order. <laughs> Do we? Because they kind of happen simultaneously. <laughs> ah, you're right. 
Yeah, so uh, it turns out that the girl that he lent the umbrella to in the rain was Amelia, the hero who followed him into this new world. Uh, the She was the RPG protagonist who was about to kill him, and now she is here to finally destroy him. I will stab you now. Why do you just have a kitchen knife? Where's your holy sword? Shut oh, up. You're, oh, you're powerless too. Shut oh. up. <laughs> Neat. Well, welcome to the same boat. <laughs> anyway, have a good night. No, come back here. I'm gonna dramatically destroy you. Yeah, this is what I'm talking about. People are already bored about hero waifu from another world. We need to reintroduce Chi Chan. Oh, I do. I do really like the uh, bit, and like again, it it goes to this well a couple of times. But I really do like the bit of her like losing the plot of where she is, and and like is just like. <laughs> the cops show up. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm trying to stab him. Okay, yes. you're coming with us to the station. <laughs> We're going to need the- a bit more of an explanation. <laughs> this cop is not willing to do his job today because it's both of them saying this is a legitimate attack. And they're just like, no, it sounds like he's just a playboy. Like you two are having a couple spat. I'm not getting involved. She was Look. attacking me with a knife. Yeah, Look. that's fine. <laughs> Look, just don't stab your boyfriend where it can be reported if you're going to do that <laughs> he is not my boyfriend okay girl whatever gotta get saying. that in yes it's very important he's not just go take some couple counseling we're not a couple it's like chowder and paniti all over again <laughs> love it <laughs> yes uh we must also introduce uh the big titty high schooler as matt has alluded to i don't know she doesn't have that big of titties I'm not the one giving her that title. That is the characters in the manga telling her she's that. <laughs> yes. The, the the important thing is she is a big titty high schooler, but she's also a big titty, uh, like, like she's a manga character. So the fact that her boobs aren't like twice the size of her head makes her seem relative to other manga characters not that big. Yeah, mm. this isn't Dragon Maid, but... <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Oh, gods. We're never reading Dragon Maid. <laughs> We're never reading Dragon Maid. And I'm the one saying that. <laughs> Unless you request it over mangacast at gmail.com. Please no. <laughs> it will be ignored. Please do not. But yes, um, we do get to see uh, Mausama at work where he is just the pluckiest, happiest go-getter you've ever seen. Excellent customer service. I do like him just being... Uh, Mr. Happy Customer Service while Amelia is trying to have important plot conversation. And he's like, all right, is that for here to go? Uh, do you want the combo with that? All right. One Big Mag, please. Coming right up now. Is that cash or credit? And she's just completely deadpanning. <laughs> she's literally stopping people behind her from like ordering. And he's just like, nope, we're we're in the lunch rush. Please leave. Mm-hmm. I also need to be a good mentor to Chi-Chan. Like she's over there asking me how to do stuff. Uh Yes. Um, another one of the uh, workers at this McDonald's uh, local high school girl uh, who is who um, looks up to Mao Sama uh, quite literally. She is small, but also metaphorically. And uh, she is point blank on Mao Sama going super hard 
above and beyond as a as what appears to be a single mother with a young child and an infant comes in and he and he's like oh uh food allergies okay here's everything that could be that uh allergenic on our menu uh we can put in special orders for you to make sure that nothing happens oh i see you also have a child there so that child uh, probably you've got some microwavable food you can use our microwave uh put this in for 20 seconds chia but she said it was 40 seconds yes that's for a home microwave we've got an industrial microwave here Okay. <laughs> and she's just like, damn, that is the coolest thing I've ever seen. I, I now crush on you super hard. I'm now going to talk to you. Oh, no, the manager is now yelling at us for talking. And then Mao's just like, hey, boss, you literally told me to be nice to her. What's the deal? You can't have both. She's just like, I don't think you understand how fast food management works. I will tell you to do both and get upset with you no matter what you do. <laughs> damn it. Uh, Have you considered the fact that corporate is sending in uh, potential spy customers? Wait, what does that have anything to do with? So you better not look like you're slacking. But I'm, I'm just being a mentor to my fellow coworker. Stop coddling her. Okay. Uh, this character doesn't show up again. Yeah, this character doesn't show up again for the rest of the manga. So I'm assuming least. she does show up again. Unfortunately, they barely spend any time in McDonald's, considering it's the namesake of the series. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't come up a lot. As Masama is heading home, he runs into Amelia again because uh, she was like, yes, now for our confrontation where I can finally destroy you. And he's just like, can we can we not like I, I just got done with my chef. I'm trying to go home and sleep. And uh, while they are having this um, exchange, yes, exchange, yes. Uh, they start getting shot at. <laughs> now there's a sniper. I uh, <laughs> I didn't see that coming. <laughs> And in one of the most confusing lines in this entire manga, they are hiding behind a metal grate and like bullets have pierced through and they're looking at the bullet holes and Mao just goes, BBs can't pierce a metal grate like that. They must have a gun. How does he know that? I don't what know. weird knowledge to have. There must also, be hoodlums in, in the neighborhood he lives in. Also, they're not really even hiding behind the grate. They're just kind of standing there dodging. Oh, don't get me started on how the blocking and paneling in this is. It's it's it's, it, it's real hard to follow action. Oh, yeah. Like, that is easily my biggest complaint about this. I can't really tell where anyone is or who is saying what half the time. It also doesn't help that, like, they'll change the font for the speech bubbles but not like in a way that's supposed to signify a character talking in whatever quirky way they've got. Rather, it's different characters taking on different tones of voice. They do also do it for different languages, but they they don't do it consistently and they do it infrequently mm -hmm. enough. And then also the stuff that Sam mentioned in addition, which basically makes it gibberish. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, OK, who's there's more than two characters on the panel here. Who is saying what? It also doesn't help that uh, Mao and Amelia will basically say the same thing at each other a lot of the time. Yeah, you can you can usually tell from the context of the previous speech bubbles. But one thing that I noticed is in addition to cases where because I mean, like sometimes you don't have a tail to a speech bubble because of like some element of paneling and like the devil is a part timer actually uses that uh, correctly in a lot of cases. But the real problem is the tails on the speech bubbles that do have tails are so freaking tiny that they can get lost in action lines. And if like you need to know where a conversation starts to follow it through. 
So it can take a it can take a second look over a page to figure out, you know, what somebody mm-hmm. which which person started the conversation. Plus the paneling on this so dense. There is like barely any room to breathe on a lot of it. Like so you've got just talking heads next to each other, next to each other, next to it feels like a peanuts comic. Like Yeah, there are yeah. cases there are cases where it's a quiet moment, narratively speaking, where it will have less dense paneling but at that point it's just a character standing like (laughs) congratulations you didn't busy that up too much i i like how the beginning of chapter two i think we've already gone past this point in the story but it's literally the introduction of uh amelia when you find out she's the hero it's um just a full like not a full page it's just a full height of the page like sideline of her in the shower and it's like why (laughs) just why this doesn't feel like this was a necessary scene at all but it's the only time there's a scene where someone's just not talking yeah there's that there's that nude of her in in silhouette with like the holy sword where mouse like she's she pulled that knife on me instead of using her holy sword i suppose that means she's as weakened as i am but yes, after they uh, after they run away from the sniper, uh, Amelia dropped her purse so she doesn't have her bus pass to get home or the keys to get into her apartment. So she has to stay here with these goobers. How awkward. How awkward. And Mousana's just like, OK, can you guys literally not be weird about it? I'm going to bed. Bye. <laughs> I will say, as much as I'm mocking this, in a lot of cases, uh, Mao no-selling it does actually <laughs> does actually make the scene work. Mm-hmm. yeah oh because otherwise like why would she come to her greatest enemy's house to sleep mm-hmm. like you would think she would rather just try and like curl up on a park bench than she and lcl are both playing this absolutely straight where it's like <laughs> my, my demonic leash why would you trust to have that woman here don't think i want to be here any more than you want me here demon but can you two please just stop I have work tomorrow morning. It's 2 a.m. for God's sake. <laughs> he just doesn't care. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, we uh, we cut to uh, Amelia's shower scene when she uses their shower and then heads to work. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause not only does the devil have a part-time job, our heroine here works for a call center, a, a foreign language call center. Which really just causes a whole bunch of questions. Because <laughs> I mean, do we identify like what language they are theoretically speaking during this world? Uh, or they it, just say, you speak it, foreign language. Finish. Yeah, it's not Japanese and it's not English because the person says, don't you even speak English? Because he's like, okay, you're foreigners, but like you're speaking a language I don't understand. So uh, as far as I can tell, they're speaking Simish. Simish, yes. Man, we just had so many people click off the episode here. (laughs) (laughs) Only the real fans remain. Only the real ones stuck around for the Banjo-Kazooie noises. Anyway, uh, yes. Uh, 
Amelia talking with her work friend in the call center where uh, her work friend's just like, hey, do you want to go get lunch together? I lost my purse. I need to go deal with that. Oh, maybe I can uh, take you to Mc- uh, take you to McDonald's and uh, spot you for lunch. I really don't want to go to McDonald's. <laughs> Same. Yeah. <laughs> and in the thing that hurt my soul the most, uh, it's five minutes to lunch and I just got a call. Ah! <laughs> God, that hurt me on a spiritual level. But uh, she goes to uh, take this call and, you know, she's saying, uh, thank you. Hello, this is Emmy Yuso, uh, her pseudonym uh, in this world. Uh, How can I help you? And uh, the voice speaking in presumably Japanese uh, begins taunting her as Amelia the hero. Oh, no, that's in their language from there because it's got the little indents. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> that, that's why her friend isn't reacting because someone's mm. calling into the foreign language line. It. I, I don't understand yeah. how Emmy's doing her job at all because that implies she speaks another language in addition to Japanese when I'm still but, not sure how she speaks Japanese. Because mm. there's never even the slightest explanation for that. Because like, Ma- Mao uses his magic. That makes yeah. sense. Emmy doesn't have her magic. <laughs> But she's also doing the thing where she's talking like nothing is wrong. Like she's doing, can I ask who's calling, please? Are you the one who tried to contact us last night? You know, like doing the spy movie thing of talking like nothing's wrong in order to speak in code to the guy on the other end of the line. But also these are valid questions that she does want to ask. (laughs) Obviously. Uh, The context is a little bit different. Yeah, I liked that bit. I, I thought it was cool too. It just... Who are you? What are you calling about? I I, I wish I wish this uh, manga was that clever more often, honestly. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm just with Matt with wondering, Okay, what are you speaking in right now? Because the way you're talking makes it sound like you're talking in Japanese and you don't want to alert your Japanese co-workers that something is up. Yes, maybe this implies that the language from the other world is another language that exists on Earth. They're that speaking, doesn't make sense. But they're so speaking weird. common. It's so weird because we get told her job is explicitly to be the foreign language call rep. Like, mm-hmm. so maybe they hired her because she they well because she's got red hair. So they're like, oh, you're a foreigner, so you can speak English. And she's like, yes, I can speak English, but she can't. So she's yeah. just been getting these calls with English language people going like, I don't. This is in English. What are you doing? Thank you for your business. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like how uh, at my job we have uh, we have people who can speak French for the Canadian callers. You've got no way of proving that. You don't know. Well, actually, that's <laughs> we didn't have French speakers for the longest time. And trust me, that freaking sucked. <laughs> I will never forgive the Quebec. <laughs> <laughs> but moving on. We apologize to our Quebecois listeners. <laughs> to our Quebecois yes. listeners. But also, our podcast isn't in French, so really, you're betraying your country. Are you listening right now? I don't think you are. They're just listening just for you, Sam. <laughs> just, to, just to get revenge on you. <laughs> Look, if, if uh, Manon or any of my other French-speaking uh, <laughs> clients are listening to this, they are learning things that they don't need to know for, <laughs> for tech support. <laughs> They're currently taking notes, yes. Good ammunition. Look, mostly this is just a uh, a spy tension scene that 
establishes a bit of plot that will come up in like nine chapters. Uh, really, the important thing here is we somehow have more police station shenanigans of these two definitely not being a bickering married couple. What are you talking about? <laughs> which of the which of the pair options? Because yeah, because what happened was Mao left his bike at the scene of the shooting. So the police bring in him and his like stay at home wife for questioning. And mm. it's a, they're not arrested. But they need to call someone to pick them up from being questioned. And Amelia's the only one they could think of. They 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 say something so, about verifying their IDs, but I, I don't think, know. What's going I on. think they mean like testimony to like verify that hey, this person is who they I can say vouch. They are. Yeah, that's how I kind of interpreted it. I'm I'm not gonna speak ill of Japan, but is that really a situation you'd get another foreigner in? To that doesn't vibe with me. What the Japanese police would do. <laughs> I could but, be you know, wrong. All, all foreigners know each other, obviously. You're right. <laughs> yeah. You're a foreigner. You know how to speak the foreign. <laughs> Basically. Bar, 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 bar. Yeah. Amelia yells at uh, Mouse some more and runs away, screaming about how she'll defeat him one day. And everyone's looking like, ah, young love. <laughs> yep. They're very much in love. Anyway, Hashia, we're leaving now. I got to go on a date with my under... Wait a second. So, in all fairness, I, I will give this manga the benefit of the doubt. They do have every single character involved in this say how creepy it is. Mm -hmm. But what has happened is um, Chi-Chi has told Mao that she's been hearing voices and uh, we've not been mentioning this, but every time something supernatural has been happening, there's been an earthquake. And mm -hmm. Chi-Chi had, like, a kind of traumatic experience with an earthquake. So her whole thing is, hey, I've been hearing voices, Mao. Could I go talk to you in private? Like, can we go get, like, a coffee or something and I can tell you about this? Except no one believes this isn't a date. So they go through to get information. And then also housewife Sama wants Mao to look super pretty for his date. It's very confusing because... See, nobody thinks it isn't a date except Mao, who... No, no, no. Mao, Mao knows it's a date. He's the one who calls it a date. Yes. Yeah, the, the, thing about, the thing about Mao is... And, like, this didn't come off that creepy to me, mostly because, like, Mao was kind of up front with uh, Chi-Chan right away, where it's like, so you're kind of considering this a date, right? Yeah. It, yeah, uh, it, I'm not I, really I, about that, but I'll play along to make you happy. Okay. It, it it does have the vibe like he's just kind of humoring her puppy love. It's it's not so much a romantic date as literally just a coffee date. Like it's yeah. it's mm -hmm. a it's a man and woman going out for yes, a we are going coffee. on a date in the quite literal way. Yeah. Oh, yes. They say it out loud too. Like Mao and Chi like say that out loud there is no misconception about what this is which is yeah. good i guess it's that's... just their intentions their intentions are very different it, so yeah. I, I have no idea what chi 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 chan's i have no idea no we know what her motivations are we don't necessarily <laughs> know her husband it's feed her husband have more kids that will be abandoned yes we're all aware what <laughs> <laughs> oh, i hate that you're right uh but <laughs> chi chan the character in this manga, not Dragon Ball, 
Um, <laughs> she has a huge crush on her coworker and has romantic feelings towards him. Mausan is like, eh, yeah, she's got puppy love towards me. Whatever. I'm, I'll, I'll humor her, and we're gonna go talk about this thing. And I'm just going to act like there's nothing romantic happening right now. Yep, and that would be complete. Oh, you want to hold hands? Yeah, this is a crowded street. We don't want to lose each other. I mean, to be fair, there's really nothing wrong with that either. Like, that's the exact thing is mm -hmm. this is above board on pretty much every front, except it's so above board. Yeah, like like it's not even like he's her superior. They're literally equal status. He's just a senior like he's senior in that he's been there two weeks longer. Like, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In other words, you readers made it weird. No, not the readers. Real shame. Amelia and Amelia and Alciel made it made it weird. I, yeah. I've got words about how Alciel makes it weird when Amelia calls it out because he's just like, oh yeah, you're right. This is weird, but we're doing it for information. Cut to a beginning. I had to make sure he looked incredibly attractive because that girl thinks she's on a real date. So I'm going to give her a super good real date. It's like, stop playing both sides. You don't. You don't goddamn weirdo <laughs> he literally just folded like he was the one setting up a lot of this mm -hmm. the second amelia confronted him on it and it's just i do appreciate how amelia has the whole thing of like don't you notice she got her hair cut she's wearing a new perfume that's a nice tight fitting outfit to show off her curves she is on the hunt for a man <laughs> but i wouldn't expect men to notice this except Mao literally points out all three of those things upon meeting her. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it more feels like the, the two clueless side characters are stumbling about. <laughs> they're they're behind the rest of the audience who has already seen the two characters involved already talk out why this isn't that why this isn't that weird. <laughs> we also have Amelia getting boob envy for Chi, uh, for Chi-chan. Yeah, yeah, because it's a manga. That's what has yeah. to happen, I guess. <laughs> it's not that impressive. Her breast her, uh getting a, a piece of uh, armor for her breast probably costs more for her. What? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? I do appreciate yeah. how Alciel is just like, I have no idea what you're doing, woman. Why are we just watching them awkwardly at the coffee shop, by the way? <laughs> you were the one who started that. Let's go into the coffee shop now. Wait, why are we going? Into why the would we do that? <laughs> it's so stupid. So, yeah, so what's happening, meanwhile, is Maozama is talking to Chichan, and she's telling him that basically someone was shouting in my head a whole bunch of information about, hey, are you, I, I don't know who's listening in on this line, but it's probably only a few people. We're just letting you know there's going to be more earthquakes, and they're probably going to get worse. Uh, peace. Also, we'll be there soon. And Mao is just like, hey, that sounds like idea link which is a magic from our world that allows you to telepathically communicate with other people that means people are using sonar pulses to create ground tremors and then they do this weird thing where they're like demons can't demons use sonar pulses and humans use holy power to do something that's exactly the same but different and it's just like cool yep <sighs> Are we going to go into any of this? No, we're just going to mention that demons and humans have the same power, but different ways. Cool. That's uh, fine. And that's what's causing the earthquakes because people are looking for people here. Yeah. Um, and the main takeaway is Mao just kind of tells Chi-Chan, hey, let me know if you hear any more of that because I'm going to let you know you're not crazy. And she's just like, wow, 
That's why you're so cool, Mao. I really think that I might be in like 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 <laughs> oh no earthquakes <laughs> or no i'm sorry it's not I'm interrupted by an earthquake it's interrupted by em- amelia <laughs> yeah 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 she amelia... barges into the conversation and <laughs> makes it weird <laughs> amelia and i'll walk in which makes mouse spit take so amelia is l- very reasonable here except the way she chooses to vocalize her concerns literally just makes her look like a jealous ex like literally oh, yeah. just a jealous ex she sounds so much like a jilted lover. Don't you understand? This man is a demon, a dog. He's so evil. You shouldn't be even associating with him. He'll just make you unhappy. <laughs> How do you know him? We're, some could say, very close, but not in a way. <laughs> Stop. Stop. You're digging a hole. <laughs> our, our history is complicated, but like we know each other, and uh, he's a bad man. So you're, you're ex, so you're his ex-girlfriend then. <laughs> no, I'm not his ex-girlfriend. Why does everyone keep saying that? Because you <laughs> you really sound like a jilted lover. <laughs> I'm just saying there's a very thin line between hate and love. That's you basically can... Amelia's entire character. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you both have to know each other very intimately, right? Amelia's entire character existence is I hate him, but he's so cute, but I hate him, but he's so sweet. But, but I anyway, Chi uh, Chan then stands up to defend Mao because he's very kind. And obviously she's got some kind of bias here, so I'm not dealing with it. But everything I've known about him is he's so kind and considerate and I would never consider him evil. What? And then that revelation is what causes the earthquake. And Mao is just like, guys, can we please not? Everyone's staring at all oh, crap earthquake. Yeah, for uh, I almost forgot about this. I really like this scene again because of Mao, because he's just standing here like, listen, I'm not saying we can't have this conversation, but can we just like leave the shop? We're disturbing people. It's so it's one of those situations of like any way you get involved is not making this less of a scene <laughs> is really how that comes down. Like, oh, uh, but yeah, mm-hmm. so the earthquake happens and they're in like a coffee shop, but I can only imagine there's like several stories above the coffee shop because they are completely buried in rubble. Yeah, it looks like one of those subway mall things. I'm pretty sure they do mention it being a subway mall. Mm, in that a makes tunnel. sense. It isn't yeah. made immediately obvious because, again, the visual storytelling in this is extremely shoddy. <laughs> Almost yeah. like it was adapted from a novel where they uh-huh. didn't have to care about that. Imagine that. Imagine that. But yes, um, the earthquake happens, the tunnel begins collapsing, and in a very jarring transition, uh, we find uh, Chi-Chan waking up in uh, a pile of rubble. Uh, she's very confused until Amelia crawls into scene, bleeding from a head wound, but otherwise fine. She's like, yeah, don't worry about it. This will fix up quickly. You're really calm. Oh, yeah, tense situations like this are an everyday thing for me. You're really calm, too. That's just because I've got someone else here. Otherwise, I'd be freaking out. It's <laughs> one of the more human moments. Mm-hmm. Hey, you want to pick up this whole thing about like how are did you date Mao at all? Because you were never clear about that. And she's like, oh, no, we didn't date. But I would wish his death like repeatedly. I want him to die. I wouldn't accept it if he died here in this accident. That won't sate my honor. He needs to die by my hand. What? So you're so you're hoping he's okay. Yes, so I can kill him myself later. 
Really sounds like you're in love with him. Okay, enough of that. We're just going to knock you unconscious. <laughs> I am now casting command and the word is sleep. Oh, look at that. You failed your whiz save. Yeah, uh, I, I do appreciate how Amelia is the one who knocks her out rather than deal with her because um, that gets brought up again later, how that'd be a incredibly <laughs> shitty thing to do. Yeah, one of the things that the manga likes to do early on is uh, Amelia is the noble hero. She will do things that only makes her seem like a spiteful villainous bitch. It's yeah. part of the role reversal. I was about to say role reversal is basically the thesis statement of this manga. Like they lean hard into it. <laughs> yes, it's the tag of this. I mean, the thesis statement of this manga. <laughs> But yes, uh, Mausama does uh, enter the scene uh, with his cool new satyr form as he's like, well, good job, idiot. The whole tunnel collapse. Why do you look all demonic like? Hell if I know. Anyway, it's getting real tiring keeping these barriers up that are keeping all these people safe. Wait, you're keeping people safe? Uh, yeah. Anyway, I'm going to lift up all the rubble now telekinetically, start getting people out. Weirdo. Mausama just continuing to just be completely chill as he is performing miracle work to save people. And we get to, unironically, my favorite part of our reading, which is Amelia's backstory, as she is actively questioning, why the hell is the Devil King saving people? It gives her a degree of pathos I did not expect from this popcorny isekai. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It gets picked up later where it's it's addressed more directly, but it's like this crisis of faith moment where it's like I have I have imagined you. And in fact, I have experienced you as a literal monster. Why are you acting like a person? Mm -hmm. But Jacob, you don't understand. I'm only a monster because the church told you that I'm a monster. And isn't the greatest form of darkness light? Mm -hmm. Got a lot to think about. Really deep, isn't it? Not really. Well, uh, the other I'm the one writing a manga and you're not. So uh... I, I get where you're coming from with that, Matt. I I'm doing nothing but mocking this manga. Yeah, I know. I, I, I feel like it's six of one half a dozen of another. Like, yes, church bad. We've all played Final Fantasy. <laughs> the the manga is doing that. The manga is doing that. That is fun of the thing. But it's also not like. But it's also not, yeah, because we have the flashback of young Amelia with her caring, uh, hardworking farmer father. And she's like, Papa, the demons are coming. I'm so scared. And he's like, uh, don't worry about it. I'm sure we'll be fine. And then the church shows up and it's like, we're taking her away for training for protagonist reasons. It's like, Papa, me away. Oh, yes. It turns out your mother was actually an archangel. But yeah. you said she was dead. Yeah, I know. I'm real sorry I lied to you about that. Anyway, don't worry. I made a promise to your mother that we would live happily together one day. And you going with these men to become a powerful warrior of justice is part of that. So, also, Amelia, the best part about this, now that you finally know, I can tell everyone in town I picked an angel. <laughs> I've, been, I've been waiting. I've been waiting for, for that this one. day. Yes, uh, Amelia leaves with the with the church and it, as soon as she wakes up in the like cathedral where she'll spend her time paladin training, she gets word that her hometown was slashed and burned by the demons. Her father presumed dead. Who wants the over and who wants the under on what chapter uh, it's revealed he's totally fine. 
Church I, did it. Church I give, killed her so she'd have the motivation to love church. I give it chapter 20. Yeah, no, I mean, like, it kind of depends on how invested you're in it. You, you can read it charitably. You can read it uncharitably how earned any of this is. I'm enough on the fence that I choose to read it in the more charitable sense. Um, I will say, this is skipping ahead a little bit, but the whole part of how this gets resolved in the scene where this idea gets brought up again is um, uh, Mao, uh, well, Demon King Satan, uh, he's like, oh, a village got slaughtered. Crap, that does happen sometimes. Okay, yeah, I gotta be more careful with my guys, I guess. Yeah, I was about to say, Mao-sama's explanation for you killed my father. Is, oops, I guess that was an accident. <laughs> Your Honor, my client pleads whoopsie-daisy. I, I, I know this is gonna be an incredibly deep cut, but there's a really funny skit about Osama Bin Laden running a game show. And the entire time is people going like, wait, hold on. You killed a whole bunch of people. Yes, I said I'm really sorry. Now we're here to play some games. You're right. That is a very deep cut. I don't even know what you're talking about. I'll link it in the description. All right. <laughs> Amazing. But I, I legitimately think that there is an interesting question there of when you've spent your entire life on this zealous crusade against a person and then you find out that they're a person more complicated than just a being of pure evil. What do you do at that point? Do I think the do I think this schlocky reverse isekai manga is going to explore that very in a nuanced manner? Eh, probably not, but I, I appreciate it for being there. Like I said, I'm. I'm on the fence because it's so popcorny. It it's popcorny. It's as good or as bad as you let it be at that point. That's sort of the nature of popcorn's fair. But the the one thing I will say that did kind of irk me a little bit, and maybe it goes into this more. I'm not holding my breath. But the the thing that um did irk me a little bit is uh you know uh, Mao pleads whoopsie daisy, and it's like I don't know how to what degree they're ever gonna pull the trigger on this, but like. There is the sense that, like, he does actually have world-conquering ambitions. And just because he's he's not, like, evil, but he is treating the world like an RTS. And that does get people killed. And I, mean, I, feel, like, like, I feel like the manga should have more condemnation for his, for his negligence than it seems to in the scene where it gets addressed. Also, it's less negligence though because he does have that one line about like well i mean demons and humans were at war yeah so there, there's kind of the implication that humans have been killing demons in their villages mm -hmm. so, so it's like a simple act of retaliation or self-defense and it's just like i did not that sucks that i'm able to now put like a face and name to it but it's war shit happens yes but I am now a human, so I suddenly feel sympathy for humans, but... Look, I've played Horde's side in World of Warcraft long enough to be very tired of this, <laughs> but... <laughs> That's rough, buddy. That's rough, buddy. When your father's village was destroyed, it was the worst day of your life. But for me, Mao-sama, it was a Tuesday. Look, I'm sorry about Guard. I didn't tell Sylvanas to do that! Uh-uh. I think you did. But it wasn't personal. When you downloaded those pics off that website, Sam, you were justifying that genocide. 
we get a bit more uh, backstory and setup for Amelia, where she had her hero party, including uh, Punch Man, Alchemist Girl, totally not evil Bishop guy. Man, I can't wait for two of those people to not exist in the final chapter. Yeah, this isn't mm. crazy food truck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yes, they managed to escape from the collapsed tunnel. Um, we learned something that I think is set up for later, which is that Chichan's father is the same policeman that found. Yeah, that they hypnotized. Yes. Oh, yeah, that was weird because I thought what that was for was they were saying, oh, that must mean she's sensitive to magic because her father was the one who heard the explosion and came going. So there must be like a sensitivity to magic in You're there. You're right. In their blood. Yeah. Except it's that's not the justification for why she could hear voices. It's it's a red herring for an element of a magic system that wasn't explained until the explanation was given. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it might be important or it might not. It's not clear. <laughs> Read more to find out. I do appreciate the time where Malasama is just going like, oh, your dad's coming here. And Chichan's just like, yeah, so I didn't tell him I'm on a date. And uh, also, you're much older than me, so he'd probably get mad. And Malasama's like, yeah, he'd get mad. I'm going to leave. But I'm also going to wave to him as I'm leaving. <laughs> I was going to say, by the time she's halfway through that explanation, he's already understood. I'm gone. <laughs> yeah, this would look bad. <laughs> Oh, your dad's a cop? Well, this is a crime, so I'm leaving. <laughs> That's even worse. What are you going to do? Cancel Satan? You don't have the power. <laughs> uh, but yes, we have an entire half of this chapter dedicated to, I think it's more setup because Amelia's work friend is like, oh, wow, that horrible event happened to you. Look, come just just come stay at my place for the night. I'll give you some spare clothes. You can get cleaned up here. You can stay here for the I, night. I really love the line that's in here and it seems so weird where she's just like, don't worry. I was sh out shopping today and I just bought new underwear. We appear to be the same size, so it should fit you just fine. And it's just like, what a weird <laughs> sentence. You I sure mean... have been looking at your coworker's tits a lot. I ship it. Well, it's like, obviously, you're not going to just use her underwear because that's weird. But like she was conveniently just out shopping that day and bought new underwear. That's the weird part. Noticing and, things from working together is not the weird part. Yeah, yeah. them being the same size is not the problem. It's her going like, by the way, I was just out buying new underwear today. You can wear them instead. Mm hmm. But the the, the kind of like foreshadowy setup-y thing is that uh, Amelia thinks, and thinks in the shower an awful lot about how I felt such a calming sense of love coming from her, this warm presence of uh, comfort. And there's feathers in that speech bubble. So angel question mark, isn't Amelia's mother an angel? And I'm like, is that, does that mean, is she, I don't know. Oh, no, that's like her divine power coming back. I think that's basically confirmed by the end of our reading. Mm -hmm. That does make more sense. Yeah, that, because that's why she has the revelation she does in the next chapter. It's not well explained, so I'm... True. Actually, yeah, that, that does make more sense now that I think about it, because the thing that we learn is that 
uh, when all of those humans thought they were going to die in the collapsing tunnel, that filled them with despair, which Mao managed to channel into magic power to give himself his demon powers back that he then used to save them. Yeah, he also didn't do this consciously. It just flooded him. Mm. So the implication is that human despair gives the demons power while human love and you know camaraderie and you know the whole social animal thing gives angels power so actually yeah no you're right i think uh just her work friend being a very kind and generous person is empowering the angel side of her also her her work friend has a whole thing about how i'm her name is rika (laughs) yeah she has a we keep not giving her name. Oh, no, I don't remember work friend's name. She sure comes up a lot. No, um, Rika does have this little bit of a backstory about how she's from a region in outside of Tokyo. She's in Kobe when she's on the like, phone with her mom. Yeah, she has a Kansai dialect, which Amelia recognizes. Because, sure, well, why not? She, I don't think she does recognize it. She says that you have an accent. She explicitly says Kansai dialect in a thought bubble. Which that means yeah. it's to herself. She's going like Kansai dialect. Mm-hmm. I didn't get that as a recognition. She was like, "This is different. Could it be Kansai dialect?" How does she know what that is? How does she know what the dialects of Japanese are? She's from another planet with a completely different language. Ah, I see. What I thought you were. Mm. Never mind. Yeah, but the yeah, whole and, that, and, and that's the weird thing because it's like she recognizes the Kansai dialect, but she doesn't get the social. Or she doesn't get the historical context that would make her ask about the natural disaster that is Rika's huge hang-up. Yeah, because basically there was a giant earthquake, and she's just like, everyone always asks about the earthquake of 95. I'm just glad that you never even mentioned it. And I also love the fact that you never bring up where you're from or anything about your home life. That's what makes us such good friends. I really lucked into the perfect friend in this new (laughs) world. Hey, Rika, you sound like you've got a whole lot of hangups about your past. Do you want to talk about that? No, or? I want to talk about this boy who's clearly your boyfriend. <laughs> what? He's not my boyfriend! <laughs> Love it. We kind of glossed over it earlier, but the earthquakes that have been happening in the manga are the result of sonar pulses. Okay, so apparently just... Uh, planeswalking is a regular thing in Enta Isla. Oh, yeah. And, and they send out these magic pulses to kind of mystically echo locate planets to learn more about them. But one of the side effects is that that causes natural disasters on the target planet. And that has been manifesting as earthquakes in Tokyo. I'm sure glad we're just constantly using this power without regard for... Uh... Whoops. Mortal life. <laughs> it was an accident. Again, your honor, my client pleads oopsie daisy. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect to cause a traumatic event that would be critical to an entire uh, human's life. Except you keep doing it and you seem to know that it causes earthquakes. I said, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be honest. I don't think they care. I don't think any of them cared until they were living in the world they were checking out. Yes, that's pretty much... Remember yeah. we used to do this to humans all the time? Wow, those were the days. <laughs> yeah, that's low-key the theme? Question mark? Yeah. I don't think this story is cohesive enough to have a theme yet. Oh, not speaking cool. of not cohesive at all, uh, the next arc happens. 
the next arc does indeed happen, but this is where we start getting into some real uh, isekai shonen nonsense. So I think before we get into that, we need a quick break. Maybe pop down to your local McDonald's, get get some fries. <laughs> get the spicy fries. They're on. They're uh, the special now, I guess. I want spicy fries. Yeah. Get the ice cream though. Machine's broken. Malsama hasn't taught us how to fix it yet. Aw. Unironically, ice ice cream machine was broken last time I went to McDonald's. It's always <laughs> broken. Broken, quote unquote. We'll be right back, folks. Welcome back to the show, folks, where last we left our heroes, they had just survived a natural disaster. As you do. And Amelia fell down some stairs. Yes, she did after breaking her heels. Yes. It's not really explained. It's just there for a bit. They warn her not to. (laughs) The heels on her shoes, not her actual like physical heels. Oh, yes. Yes. Important distinction. (laughs) Yeah, there's a bit about how, no, wait, you're in heels. You can't run downstairs. And she and she oh, falls down some stairs. Wait, hold on, is this also when um, she's in? Oh, because she fell down the stairs. They bring her back into the room, and where how she's sitting, her like blouse is torn, and Mao's mm-hmm. just there standing in his boxers. And for some reason, Alicia brings in Chi Chan, and she's just like, "You two are in a physical relationship." <laughs> yeah, no, uh, because. Uh, Amelia showed up to pay Mao back for the like thousand yen he had spotted her a couple of chapters ago. And he's just like in a wife beater and boxer shorts. Like, are you really doing this right now? It's my day off. Come on. <laughs> Actually, it's not even his day off, as is revealed later, because this entire <laughs> arc takes place in the course of one morning. But- oh my god, you're right. <laughs> what is the time scale of that? Time may time has no meaning in this manga. Neither to space. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it, it leads to like Amelia's brought in after she face plants on the stairs and is it she face plants on the stairs. All they have are they have like scotch tape to bandage wounds shut because they're poor, remember? So Alciel is, sh- is uh, sent out to the pharmacy to get some disinfectant and Mao is like kind of looming over Amelia, just like you're being a real weirdo about this. And she's like, you're being a real weirdo about this. At which point Alciel returns with Chichan. And yeah, my man's in his underwear looming over the girl in the torn blouse is pretty suggestive. Oh, Sam, I'm not blaming the high schooler for getting a misunderstanding what's going on here. I'm blaming... Aliciel from why did he bring her in he knew what the situation was he left the room to deal with the situation that they were in there's no reason he should assume Mao is wearing pants so that alone should mean he should not bring in the high school girl like I'm blaming the universe for the extremely contrived (laughs) scenario that resulted in Alicia being in this state of semi-dress okay that that whole her falling down the stairs thing did not need to happen. <laughs> it jostles you a little bit, you know. Gotta the girls breathe a little we, bit. We needed a we needed a pratfall. 
that turned into this scene. Yeah. And then we have this scene. Chichan sees this and she's like, they really are in a physical relationship. I'm such a fool for thinking I could compete. And she turns and runs away crying. And it's like, okay, so this is the dramatic arc we're going to be following. It's your classic uh, rom-com misunderstanding. He's going to need to find some way to make it up to her, prove that he's not really with Amelia. We get more drama out of that, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Actually, she runs into another uh, long-haired generic anime twink who has dark black wings spreading from his back. And she says, yes, this is the perfect amount of despair for my plan. (laughs) I love this guy. I hate this guy, but I love this guy. (laughs) He's such a little dork. It, it's uh, it's like uh, our friend Mary said when Jacob and I were talking to her earlier. This guy's role in the household is family disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> this character is not good. He he's basically just Ishigami if Ishigami was raised Christian and really hated his parents. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> because um, this guy grabs Chichan. She passes out for reasons. Uh, and he just kind of holds her under his arm for the rest of this uh, arc. And meanwhile, uh, Mao, Sama, LCL, and uh, Amelia are like chasing after her because we got to explain this awkward situation. Whoa. <gasps> is that is that you, Lucifer, the fallen angel? Big reveal. It's like, yep. Yeah. Um, so this long haired anime twink is keep calling him that acting like that's derogatory but all it's doing is making me very 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 into this <laughs> yeah it, he he fulfills the the checklist of yes, yes. Of, he fulfills the checklist of sad boy yes very high up on that checklist yes i'm i am not immune to sad boy propaganda but like god this guy's a loser <laughs> Because, um, yes, he is Lucifer, the fallen angel, uh, cast out from heaven and became one of uh, Mausama's great demon generals. But he always wanted to surpass Satan and become the most powerful force of wickedness. Also, the evil bishop is here. By the way, bishop is evil. Yes. Yeah, yeah uh, church evil. You, you played Final Fantasy, right? Church evil. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. That, I, I now understand it more the third time you said it. <laughs> <laughs> Amelia is brokenhearted for about a panel and a half to learn that one of her uh, party members was, in fact, a member of an evil organization looking to have political control over Enta Isla. It, from the way that it's described, it sounds like the church had the idea that Amelia, being the great, glorious, holy war hero would become paladin queen of the universe and they didn't want that so they conspired to isekai her in order to take control for themselves yeah and i i think there's also a kind of weird undercurrent that they think throwing their support behind lucifer to like round up the demon king's forces and then be granted access back into heaven benefits them somehow 
I think what they wanted was Lucifer to finish off Mao and Amelia to like tie up loose ends. And then it's like, okay, you can go back to heaven, cause whatever havoc you want. We'll have our temporal earthly power. Mao's presence in the scene is basically to just mock how cliche this all is, quite frankly. Oh, oh my God. I hated this so much. I loved this so much. <laughs> <laughs> the dichotomy of man. Hey, man, we did an incredibly bad action scene where none of the characters' actions make sense. I know. What if we just have the smart-ass character just sit on the sidelines going like, that's a really bad plan. I wouldn't have done that. Wow, what kind of hack is writing this? You! You're writing this! This is you! <laughs> <laughs> Look, I had fun with Mao no-selling the uh the entire like reveal of wow church evil and my being favorite part was amelia going like wait no the bishop and the bishop then pulled out a gun and started shooting people <laughs> he's got a gun <laughs> he's, he's delivering god's justice through the barrel of a 45 <laughs> so is it implied then that the bishop was the one who shot at them earlier uh, no, it was it was Lucifer because something that we didn't mention that they did mention in the scene where they had been being shot at was those weren't normal bullets. They curved around a bend. Uh, it wasn't lead bullets. It was magic bullets. But it also could have been the bishop. They were just both shooting. They yeah, because they mentioned they mentioned uh, uh, there seemed to be two different angles. The shots were coming from some of them curved and some of them didn't. Whether or not that means that the bishop was shooting at them, too, I don't know. I don't really care either. I, I want to know how the bishop got a gun in Japan. That's my real question. That was <laughs> my thought, too. You just make them, obviously. Because, <laughs> like, because, like, Amelia is like, wow, where did he get that gun? And I'm sitting here thinking, yeah, where did he get that gun? Get that You're gun? not going to bring this up again, are you? No. <laughs> It's it's so he can conserve his holy power, so they can open the gate to return to Enta Isla once Mao and Amelia are dead. The other thing relative to all of this is that when Mao is mocking how dumb this is, and I enjoyed it for its irreverence, because like there is there is a level of uh, tongue in cheek to this that I kind of enjoyed. But um, uh, during all of that, uh, Mao mentions, "Oh yeah, and the bishop's gonna." Uh, betray Lucifer and not actually send him back to heaven, obviously. And since he was right about everything else, I just take that at face value. There's no reason to assume he's not right about this. Like, yeah, mm -hmm. especially because Lucifer, when we see him in his home life at the very end of this, is kind of a loser. So yeah. it's like mm -hmm. that he would neat. get fooled that way. He's in neat. Well, no, he's literally just Ishigami from Kageyama. Yes, like, he's, he's the goober with the computer. Oh, and, and, and then a bad fight scene happens. Yeah, this fight scene is pretty mid. Mid to low tier. I was about because, to say, you're really doing mid a disservice in that sense. <laughs> I, I'm giving it a lot of credit for saying mid. Because, well, the way it starts off is, you know, if, if this was like an... If this was like a TTRPG battle scene, I would say it was decently challenging because it's got, you know, everything you want. It's got the big villain. It's got the big villain's henchman, who's also got a decently high challenge rating. It does something to cause a ticking clock that takes the DMPC out of the situation because um, while he's drawing upon the bower of uh, Chichan's sadness, Lucifer is able to make this 
he's able to cast Giga Flare and destroy the highway that's above them, I think. And or something or something and basically cause a big structural collapse. Uh, but the sudden shock and fear and terror of all the humans uh, supercharges Mausama into his big demon form. So he is the demon king Satan once again. And he's just kind of holding up the the highway like, hey, guys, can you kick his ass? I This telekinesis is really draining. Oh, hi, Chi-Chan. I'm the demon lord. <laughs> we'll talk <laughs> about this later, but you find out right now. <laughs> I hope you don't have a goat kink to go along with your dad kink. Uh, honestly, I'm not going to lie. I hate that you're right a lot. Uh, the Many people the, have said that, Jacob. <laughs> the, the level to which she's okay with what's happening implies a kind of implies a monster <laughs> energy I'm not comfortable with. Saying uh, something. Impressive. <laughs> Don't call me out, Jay. <laughs> children, children, can we just have one non-explicit episode? Like, just a month. No. I would love that. <laughs> no. Ever. Yes, Amelia goes to fight Lucifer. Uh, she conjures up her holy sword and uses her angelic power, which makes her hair turn white. Uh, by the power of the moon, I will punish you. Something, something, blah, blah, blah. And Alciel also gets a power boost, allowing him to activate his demon form to fight the bishop, which is like two rounds of a spellcasters just throwing uh, <laughs> their... Sam, their... You, you skimmed over the worst part about Alciel getting the power boost is they ask for, how could that possibly have happened? Oh, when you were murdered... Uh, when Mausama got his powers back, I got some as well to keep me alive. But that right. happened like several bits ago in the fight. Yes, once I noticed I was naked because my pants were ripped, I ran back home to get a cloak. Ah, yes. Right. We forgot to mention. We forgot to mention. Lucifer shot Alciel dead. He also shot Mao dead, and neither of those mattered. There was like an entire chapter of Mao running with like carrying Elsiel's corpse and like dragging Amelia along, running away from Lucifer all over the city. Yeah, Poppy. that did last a really long time, didn't it? That, that lasted a really long time for how little it mattered. And Lucifer gets shot, or uh, uh, not Lucifer, Elsiel get not Elsiel, Satan gets shot in the heart with a magic bolt. And it's like, ah, oh, yes, now that the Demon King is dead, I will cast Giga Flare again and destroy you, Amelia. At which point, that's when Lucifer transforms into Gigaform, and he's just like, I said Lucifer again. Satan activates his Gigaform again, and it's just like, haha, the human brain can stay alive for several minutes after the heart stops, which meant I was able to survive long enough to absorb all the despair that you caught. Uh, okay. Also, didn't you know villains like us are really lazy? So we never actually finish off people. We just try and hit them with one attack. Yes, yes, you're trying to be genre savvy, Mausama. I understand. It's extremely dumb. I had fun with it. I'm not going to call it good, but I had fun. So, Sam, imagine you were reading a novel where the main character of the novel just started telling you how the plot of the novel you were reading was stupid. Because that, that's the intent of this. Matt, I've been a fan of the Dresden Files for 20 years. I don't think that's the same thing in any way. <laughs> that just proves you haven't read the Dresden Files as much as me. 
I really think you're wrong, but we'll move <laughs> on. Anyway, the point being, uh, that ticking clock element that I mentioned is that Amelia and Alciel fight off Lucifer and the Bishop long enough for Mao to gently put down the highway. And he shows up, slaps the bishop into a corner, and then proceeds to grab Lucifer by the head and just kind of big dog him into submission. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> the fight scene, the fight scene, like all of the fight scene was absolutely terrible. The bit at the end was more of that irreverent, I, I had fun with it kind of stuff. Um, I, I really do like the part of the scene where Mao goes, it's a manager's responsibility to apologize for his subordinates' mistakes. Damn. Mm-hmm. Eternalized. He's really, he's, he's vowing for that, uh, that assistant manager title. <laughs> yeah, and that's his excuse for why he drains all of the demonic power out of Lucifer and Alciel to, I can only presume cast a time reversal spell to undo all the damage their battle did. Yeah, he just knows how much magic it takes to fix the ground. <laughs> it's it's really just Weiss tapping his staff on the ground three times. <laughs> like, like, I don't explain, do they wipe memories? Do they? <laughs> I, he, he has the ability to do that, so that must be what he did, but... Yeah, I think he just reversed time. Maybe, but then People there's a whole... looking around confused at uh, at the place being fixed. So I don't know. Here come the men in black. But there's a whole thing with Chi Chan, how he's just like, hey, yeah, I'm Satan. And I know that probably gives you a whole bunch of confusing things. And yeah, I know you're mad at me because I'm evil and the embodiment of all chaos. And I've killed em Amelia's dad, apparently. I didn't really give a shit about humans at the time. I'm a better person now. I understand if you'd be mad about that. How about I just erase your memory and you can move on? And she's like, that's the worst thing you could have said to me. You sure it's not the multiple murders I just confessed to? No. Mind wiping. I'm leaving now. And then Chi-Chan runs away and he's just like, I don't understand women. Amelia then just looks at the side. Oh, really? Hmm. You don't understand women. Do you understand? No, I, I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> uh. Well, you see, it's because she loves you for who you are, Mao-sama, which means that even if you are the Demon King, she would continue to love you despite being the responsible for the slaughter of thousands of innocents. You're giving... You're I'm, giving begin I'm beginning to worry about Chi-chan. <laughs> Dad, Dad, I want to go live at your house where we've got Wi-Fi and snacks. Anyway, thus brings us to the end of our reading. Kind of. There's a whole thing about how Amelia's sidekicks was, arrive. Was there? I stopped paying attention. <laughs> yeah, the, the last chapter is really long, but it's um, those two people we mentioned earlier showed up and they explained that in case you didn't pick it up, the church is evil and the entire church is evil. And the two good guys are the good, good guys because they knew the church was evil. So they escaped to the world. So now, despite the fact they know how to jet, they also just confirm how generation of power is as humans no longer. Also, Mao is the one who says this. So he just knew this entire time. 
humans no longer worship gods. So the ability of creation is locked within their souls and can switch between good and evil on a whim. So yes. all humans are able of giving divine or demonic energy to whoever they want, kind of. Uh, and that can be used to make power. And that all Mao needs to do is create a natural disaster. And then he's got like a feedback loop where he could easily be full power whenever he wants at this point. Except Amelia's like, hey, that would be really evil. And he's just like, yeah, you're right. I'm not really evil. I'm going to do this the right way. By being a good worker. Also, Chi Chan's not talking to me at work anymore. We're not really sure what's up with that. Yeah, there's a whole thing of him really dodging around the question of, are you going to go back to Enta Isla? I mean, I want to go back eventually to take over the world. Are you going to go back to Enta Isla? I really want to just take over this world first. Are you going to go back? You know, I could really go far in this corporation if I <laughs> hard enough. Yes. Like, the good guys don't want to go back because the church is there waiting for them. And Mao-sama doesn't want to go back because he loves humans now. He's gone native. Yeah, Yeah, he's just kind of chilling. He doesn't care anymore. He's He's gone native. He's domesticated. He is willing to just live the average life of the working schlub because that itches the ambition deed in his brain. He's gone entirely native, but it's just, I want to say that as kind of as you're alluding to, there is progression mm-hmm. or at least the promise thereof. And it kind of got to the point where at least my preliminary take was in the world that they came from. It was just kind of like nebulous, good versus evil. Like, there. yeah, because it's like as the heroes are complaining about how the church is so corrupt and this whole like politicking BS, he's like, that would never happen in the demon world. Demon world, total meritocratic system. That makes me think that since he's the demon king, he's just got this like Goku like ambition to to be the best in order to earn more merit. Yes, so, and when you're already the best, you're like, what now? And then you're like, hey, this is a new place where I'm not already the best. Mm-hmm. I've, so got, like, I've like, got this whole new world of corporate bullshit ladder to climb, which will make me the most powerful. And then I can rule over all with the power of my capital. I can then work my way to franchisee, allowing me to open new restaurants that I can take to Elta Isla. Yes. World yeah. domination, one step yeah. at a time. It it really waffles back and forth between him legitimately partaking in capitalism and look at this stupid idiot. He thinks that actually being a, dig- a diligent worker will get him promoted. I, I don't know. With how Damn, everything don't say else. that. <laughs> that no. hurts. I, I know it hurts, Jacob. <laughs> it hurt me too. <laughs> anyway, thus brings us to the end of our reading. And uh, as always, we ask favorite quest. Favorite character and favorite. There's really only one fight. Yeah. So, even characters, I'm just kind of like, eh. Favorite character, if you can suss one out. Um, I'm gonna say Mausama, just because... I don't know. There's something endearing about him. The fact that he's able to just cast aside the life of the all-powerful demon lord... Because he's just got so much 
desire to be the best like no one ever was and take over this new world in this new way. It, it, it feels like a fresh newbie going to grind on an MMO. <laughs> and It almost may- literally is. It almost literally is. And maybe I'm just a jaded old WoW player from the What LK days, but <laughs> that appeals to my heart. How about you, Matt? Um, I think by process of elimination, I have to go with Mao because I feel like every other character in this is a caricature. Like, fair. Uh, I guess, yeah, I got to go with Mao. He's the only one who has a point of view that I find interesting. Uh, and um, for favorite fight, I will pick none of them because um, even with only one option, I refuse to grant that fight the title of a good fight. <laughs> oh, so fair. Uh, Jay, how about you? Um, so I'm going to be honest. This is one of those occurrences where I really don't feel pulled towards particularly anyone. I feel that they were all had their roles and for what it was, it was great. Um, if I had to pick one, I guess I would say Mao-sama or just he's main character and yeah, I guess. Um, don't really have a favorite fight. I just feel like this is one of the instances where it just kind of ran its course. All right. And Jacob. Uh, so I've actually got different from everybody. Uh, favorite character, Amelia. I laughed at her stupid jokes the most. Uh, that's that's the long and short of it. Um, <laughs> I mean, there's a potential, enough. There's potential for an interesting character in there. I don't think that this is the manga that's going to be able to do anything with it. Uh, Mao is honestly the deeper character, but he's also a puddle as opposed to just dry ground. So, uh, and uh, favorite fight, uh, Dullahan versus The Rock. <laughs> Thoughts on the reverse isekai, the whole instead of average guy goes to fantasy world, fantasy world guy goes to average world. I'm going to be honest. I, I feel like that's not even what this manga is about. Mm-hmm. Like the main title is Devil is a Part-Timer. But that matters so little compared to Elta Issa politics following them into this new world. So all the plot that we saw is basically about their old life coming to get them. Mm -hmm. And like uh, when you've got super generic isekai setting entering the human world and that's what the plot is. I'm just like, I just I just want to see my like RPG villain working a grill at mcdonald's and and i don't feel like i got a lot of that and i was sad i want to see him making fries and complaining about the broken ice cream machine that he needs to teach chicha on how to fix and then her not being receptive to learning because she's upset with him mm-hmm. and then him, him having to navigate that new new dynamic in the relationship i also want to see him more of dating his co-workers but i want to see him date the manager <laughs> <laughs> that's how you level up that is how you level up in mcdonald's <laughs> in all honesty uh thoughts on the reverse isekai for me boy does this show its age isekai is a genre has a very very specific uh, advantage or reason why you use it and uh sao turbo nuke seemingly any uh manga light novel or anime writer's ability to use that one advantage which is why isekai has the bad reputation it has Isekai is a free exposition vehicle and they don't use it because they don't have any actual like concrete rules other than church evil. Uh, Have you played Final Fantasy? So it's like, why do they have two separate magic systems? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but they do identical things. <laughs> They're different because uh, joy and fear, dichotomy, it's deep. But if it was a dichotomy, they should do separate things. No, it's but no, different it's, it's, deep. it's different. It's deep. You're right. Light is truly the darkest element. <laughs> so would you continue reading? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, despite how much I like this, personally, no. <laughs> I, I found it really hard to concentrate when I was reading this manga. <laughs> because you have an attention deficit. The, I I would watch the anime again after reading this, but I would not read more. Yeah, Matt here. Um, I wouldn't continue reading, but like I've seen the first season of the anime at least, and I know I enjoyed it for some reason. I think it's mostly just this manga was so dense, but also like nothing happened. So it just felt like a lot of work to read, and I was really getting nothing from it. Yeah, the anime might have uh, smoothed out the plot progression a bit. Plus, I get to watch him make fries. As for me, uh, Jacob here, honestly, this is popcorn. I didn't care enough about it to read it closely, and therefore I didn't feel it was that it wasn't dense because it wasn't dense. I felt it wasn't dense because I just skimmed the density, <laughs> which is almost cheating. Um, I think that says everything you need to know about this. If I'm skimming and not caring about the um, anything but the dumb jokes, uh, so what I, I, you're saying is the density was still kind of liquid. It's a liquid and a solid. It's a lull squid. It's a non-Newtonian fluid, Sam. Are you seriously going It's a with lull that? squid. Yeah, repeating the reference doesn't make it funny. <laughs> it I'm is glad. to me. You see, Sam, have you played Final Fantasy? The church is evil. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Jacob. Please continue. Oh, <laughs> uh, I <laughs> call it calling this. Uh, uh, calling us manga non-Newtonian fluid maybe does actually kind of fit. Uh, I mean, would I continue reading <sighs> if we did another episode, which I highly doubt, but if we did, I wouldn't complain, but I, I there are better things to read than this, honestly. I'm, I'm going to say right now, short of someone emailing us and telling us specifically that this manga becomes drastically different immediately after we stopped reading, so volume three, uh, I would never put this back on the list to read more of. Do you concur, Jay? Pretty much. I have nothing of substance to add. How, how fitting. There was nothing of substance in this manga. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, then, thank you, everyone, once again, for tuning into the Over Manga Cast. As always, you can find us on all of your social medias where we are at Over Manga Cast. Uh, we're also on YouTube, where you can like, comment, and subscribe. Our episodes are up there on a two-week delay, uh, so if you want to uh, catch up with our newest content, we also have overmangacast.com, uh, where uh, you can also comment on the episodes there. And as always, we appreciate reviews, recommendations. If for some reason you want us to read more of this, this is literally the only way this can happen. Overmangacast at gmail.com or, you know, go to our website, give us a little feed, tell us how much you love us because we desperately need your affection. Please, we need validation from outside forces. We're so lonely. Oh, welcome to the internet. And make sure to tune in next week where we're going to be reading Am I the Strongest? Chapters 1 through 13 because apparently we're not done with Isekai Trash despite what I was told. 
No. I I don't have a voting share in the partnership, Sam. You know this. It's really the only way we can control our power, Matt. <laughs> I don't night, believe everybody. in democracy. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night, everybody. Sleep tight. Or not.